you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We've been starting each episode off with a positive quote. So the quote for this episode is, growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Just let that sink in for a second. And it is so true on this episode, we're always talking about growth and how we can be 1% better every day. Today's episode, I am chatting with you all about fitness and getting into a routine when you've been in a slump or are just trying to find a routine, activities or tools for creating a routine from scratch. And whether you work from home, whether you have access to a gym, whatever your scenario is, we'll go over it today in this episode. So I'm so excited to bring it to you all. Getting into a fitness routine is can be very challenging for many people. I understand that not everyone loves to work out, get sweaty, move their body. Not everyone loves doing that. And that is okay. It's about understanding why it is so, so important and finding what you can fit in that's going to work best for you to keep yourself reaping those benefits. Because we know exercise is medicine and it helps with so many things, longevity, hormones. You can check out another one of my episodes previously where I talked about strength training and the benefits there. But in all general, no matter what exercise you do, endurance, if you love, if you're a marathon runner or if you like sprinting or you play basketball, like it doesn't matter what type of exercise you're doing, as long as you're doing it, it's so important. However, you know, I have a strong opinion about making sure you're incorporating strength training, especially for all my women out there. But no matter what, fitness routine is crucial, but it can be challenging, especially if you don't know where to start and it's you don't want to do it. (laughs) So a combination of those two isn't really helping you out. So hopefully this episode will go over how to get into a routine that's going to serve you well. Because we know for it's going to help you with your overall health, whether you want to look better, help with aesthetics, your cardiovascular health, your strength, and it's just vital for living a long lifespan and to have healthy hormones. So I don't know who doesn't want all these things. (laughs) I'm sure we all definitely do. So important, especially for our energy, our sleep. There's just so many benefits. And I know we have heard them all, so I won't, I'll save you the time. But there's so much out there in terms of information about what you should include in your routine. Do this exercise. Oh, this exercise to gain, you know, muscle mass in your legs. Or this exercise to get a six pack. Or this exercise to help with your low back pain. It's overwhelming. There's a lot. So I always suggest to work with a professional if you have that resource available to you. 
you can always reach out to me. I'm happy to give you the help you need, whether it's with myself, if I can help you, or my colleagues, if you're dealing with some sort of health concern, injury, pain. But no matter what, there's always so much information. It can feel overwhelming with not knowing how to get into that routine. And I will first just say that our small, the small movements that we do and those small changes we make are going to create those big results. And I think it's just overlooked so much. Like I've talked to so many people where you work from home and you may sit all day or in the office, you sit all day. Maybe you get up here and there throughout the day, bathroom, grab your lunch, and that's pretty much it. Then you can go home, sit in your car, go home, sit on the couch, eat dinner. You know, you're sitting a lot. So, especially for someone like that, creating more time in your day for movement is going to add up and is so beneficial for your blood sugar. And even if it's less than what you think would be beneficial, it's still beneficial. <laughs> so, I will say that the big movements in like squats or lunges, all that is going to be way more beneficial, adding load, things like that. But if you have a couple minutes to do some full body stretching, maybe some little calf raises, that helps so much with metabolic regulation, keeping you energized and keeping your metabolism running. I will link a podcast episode that was done by Dr. Humerman that goes way more in depth about fitness protocols and just shares with you what to look, how to create a foundational fitness protocol. So I'll link that in there. But I wanted to reference in that episode, in that episode, he talks about seated, almost like a seated calf raise. All right. So if you're sitting down, you lift the heels off the floor and then you come back down and you're sitting all day, so you can do this, right? You're just lifting those, t- lifting the heels, dropping them down. And he shared about there was a study that that was done, and over 270 minutes, and they saw how beneficial it was in terms of metabolic regulation. I'll have you look, <laughs> listen to it for yourself. But that is huge. Like those movements just make such a big difference. Or a wall sit, like literally in between your meeting, go up against the wall drop it down 90 degrees, ankles line up with your knees, keep your core nice and engaged, knees driving in line with your toes, and just breathe, hold for 30 to 45 seconds, maybe a max hold, see how long you can hold it. But all these small movements are going to add up and, and help you in your overall health, especially if you don't have the time to go to the gym. But there's so many different components in terms of a fitness routine and what you're wanting to achieve in in terms of your fitness goals. So we can talk about increasing your power or your strength, improving your strength, increasing the growth of your muscles. Maybe you want to learn a new skill, like get better at volleyball or better at your hockey or endurance, muscle endurance, or if it's more anaerobic where you're doing like sprints or a few minutes um, of that anaerobic state. Those are all different components to fitness and it all depends. The The factors or the variables you want to change in your program is going to vary on what you want to improve. 
And I believe that all variables or all the components should be somewhat in your fitness routine if if that is something that you can accessibly do um, without pain or and it's safe and effective for you. But in terms of all these, our power, our strength, hypertrophy, all these different components of a fitness goal, we always want to focus on progressive overload. So overloading your muscles and kind of continue for you to see results. So that could be a lot of times people think, okay, I got to just lift heavier each week or each time. There's so many more variables than that. The tempo, like how fast you're doing the movement, how slow, how you're performing it. So the, the variation you're doing, there's different types of lunges, for instance, and you could change that up. Um, and, or like in terms of cardiovascular health and like endurance, you could run on an incline, like that would be overloading, progressing your training. So lots to take in there, but let's talk more about the foundation in terms of your fitness plan. We want to start where you can and what you can commit to. And that's the most important thing. Like I mentioned previously, not everyone loves to work out and get sweaty. I understand that. So start where you can. Start what feels good and what you can commit to that makes you feel good and gets you to your fitness goal. And that's going to vary person to person, the equipment they have available to you. So that's the second thing. What equipment do you have at home, at the gym, vice versa? And then combination. We want a combination of all the components. So in, in, in some relation. So getting some endurance work in your fitness routine, working on some strength training, working on some power or, you know, some skill, whether, no matter what that may be. So a combination of them all is always great and not just focusing on one or the other. And this is what you want to include in your fitness routine. I've talked about this before. If you follow me, if you're familiar with my outlook, walking is honestly the best thing you can start doing for your expenditure in terms of calories burned per day, inflammation, energy, digestion. And it feels so dang good. Like it's so refreshing to get outside. Or if you're just doing on the treadmill, pop a podcast, this episode on, or listen to something or some music, call a friend. It's just so great to clear your head. There's just endless benefits of walking, but it's so convenient and so easily accessible for us all. It's free. It's not like, for instance, I'll kind of talk a little bit about this in terms of sprinting. A lot of people will try and just go all out in terms of cardiovascular health and start going all out sprinting. That can seriously injure you, (laughs) to be honest, if your body's never done that before. Right? You won't just go out tomorrow and start running a marathon. You train for it. Same with sprinting. You want to slowly add, or running, for instance, if you've never done that, you want to slowly build it, that up. And, and But in terms of walking, you can just go do it. 30 minutes, however long. And that's what we want at least a couple days a week, doing a walk or run, 30 minutes to an hour, or whatever. Again, if you've... Ne- 
don't have this routine in place right now, you want to start less than that. So maybe like 20 minutes and then go up from there. But this is going to be zone two cardio. And this is where you'll feel like pretty out of breath. Like you feel like you're working hard, but you're able to hold a conversation and your pulse feels elevated and, but you don't need to stop. Like you're not like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Like I need to stop. But it's, it's, it's pretty challenging. All right, so that's zone two cardio. I want to incorporate a few days a week of that. So great for metabolic health, inflammation, all of those things. And then my favorite component, we want to incorporate strength training. So the days are going to vary depending on what you can allow for. But that's going to be around two to three days a week. And this is going to change in terms of rep sets throughout your program. So if you're doing three sets of eight and you're going to do that for like a month and then you're going to change that to add in more volume. But we want to work in all those different ranges because there's benefits in all of them. So full body, two to three days a week, an awesome approach would be like a push-pull legs routine or just continue to have them all full body, especially if you're just getting into it. And two exercises per muscle group is a great first step. And so this could look like squats, lunges, and then for your glutes, maybe you're doing some bridges and... um and some deadlifts or for arms if you want to do some curls and some tricep extensions or for your back for a pull exercise you're doing some rows and some supermans or pull-ups and then another thing to think about when you're structuring the strength training routine for full body a few days a week your rest is going to be determined on the weight that you're using. So if you're going really, really heavy at the gym, you have heavy weight at home and you're doing more lower reps with that heavy weight and you're going to have more sets at that heavier weight, your rest is going to be more like two to four minutes. If you have moderate weight and you're choosing reps that are a little bit higher, so eight to 12 reps, you're going to have less sets to equal out that volume. And your rest is going to be more like 60 to 90 seconds. So that all varies depending on what you have available to you and the routine that you're having. But like I mentioned before, we want to program so that you are hitting all these rep ranges and yeah, changing the stimulus on your body. And then the next part of your fitness routine or plan should look should have some form of moderate intensity cardio. So this can be moderate to high intensity if a few days a week that I would say like one to two that includes either jump rope, walking, your biking, your treadmill, your high intensity interval training that you find on YouTube or any conditioning. We want to get your heart rate to 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate zone. So this is your conditioning. And then another day you're going to have where you're hitting at least up to your maximum heart rate in a very short period of time. 
in that week. So as you can tell, we want to train your body so that it is well-rounded, well-balanced for longevity. You're able to like quickly run and grab your kid off the street or you're able to lift up all your groceries, right? So we want to have all these components of cardiovascular health, strength training, and keeping you pain-free. So the last part would be that mobility or stretching before bed is a great opportunity to do this in the morning. Honestly, whenever you can fit it in. I believe before bed is just a great... What I've seen is more... People are more accustomed to do it because maybe their kids are in bed, they're winding down, they're watching some TV. And rather than just sitting on the couch, we can do some foam rolling or do some stretching, get your hips in different positions, open up your shoulders, work on your posture, just kind of move and wind down for the night is a great opportunity to work on that mobility. And this is, we want to incorporate it short time, but repeated every day. So that's shown to be very, very effective. So repetition frequency is many, like if you did every day, you're doing amazing. Keep that up. But if you're only able to incorporate two days out of the week, that's better than nothing. (laughs) Just like with any of this goes, but we want to incorporate something like that. So those are all the, and I know I went through it super quickly, so you can definitely re-listen to this. But as you can tell, we went over incorporating some cardio, moderate and light intensity, also a little bit of high intensity, and that's going to be a shorter duration. So, you know, like four minutes and then strength training. So, and then mobility and stretching was the last component. I will say in regards to all of this, we want to make sure we're being safe. We're being, we're making sure it's effective and the technique is so important. That's why having, working with a fitness professional or some type of coach is always great for accountability, but also just to keep you not, because you can kind of right now only injure yourself, hurt yourself, but also just keep you progressing and hitting your goals. So that is where I come in. I offer online coaching with my clients, or if they currently are in person here in Denver, I train in-person clients as well. But if you're out of town, I'm happy to work with you. As always, I have a link in the show notes where you can apply for my coaching services and we could see if we're a good fit by scheduling a consultation call. So that way you can see what I offer, go into more depth of your goals and see if we're a good fit. But essentially, I help women and men, if they already are going to a gym or at home, help them reach their fitness goals in a sustainable and balanced way while simultaneously building their confidence, their strength, and just mastering healthy habits for the rest of their life. So you can find that link in the show notes. You know, I had to plug myself in there. (laughs) But going back to form and how important that is, especially when it comes to even as simple as cardio. Sometimes people don't even think about that. But like if you're biking, the way you have your seat when you're riding or in the shoes that you're wearing. That's a big thing. I'll go on another episode I will create. That'll be all about our shoes, our foot health. So, so important. And yeah, I can't wait to record that because that's something that is just a game changer for many clients. Everything stems from our feet. So 
depending on what shoes you're wearing, that could be impacting your exercise routine and your form and your stability and properly working on balance and all those things. It can compromise your results, essentially. So those are all the things I wanted to go over today in terms of creating a fitness routine, what should all be included in it. If you have any questions at all, I'd be happy to chat with you about what your routine looks like now, what I think you could benefit from. I'd love to chat. I'm here to be a resource for you, so definitely don't hesitate. But I will post all the resources in the show notes. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'm sending you all the love and happiness, and I'll see you on the next episode. 